Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Sam, what's going on? Alex Rodriguez is in a lot of trouble, looks like Sam Dunneman. I don't know what he want to do, whether he want to sign autographs or be the Heisman Trophy candidate this year coming up. What's up, Sam? Hey, man, you mentioned it. Uh, Johnny Manzo and Alex Rodriguez, they're fighting for the um, today's spotlight. Uh, you know, baseball levied the longest suspension in Major League Baseball history against Alex Rodriguez today for performance-enhancing drugs. And uh, Johnny Manzo is uh, in deep waters with the NCAA for uh, signing autographs for pay. Uh, but uh, I say we start with Alex Rodriguez. This is a guy that's ha- that has had a tremendous career uh, in Major League Baseball. He's a... Uh, owed over $100 million by the Yankees, and he's standing to lose $34 million if this suspension um, is upheld. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, Daryl? You know, there's a lot of guys that are um, using uh, performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, Major League Baseball is getting a lot of the information from uh, Anthony Bosch of uh, Biogenesis Company, uh, the man that uh, solicited money from Alex Rodriguez. And uh, when Rodriguez refused, he uh, decided that he was going to play ball with Major League Baseball. They're getting the information from a guy that uh, that's in a little deep water himself. You know, Sam, I guess my, my, my concern is, is that they're talking to a known drug dealer. They're getting their information from a known drug dealer. And when Major League Baseball started sending investigators down to Miami to talk to people that Bosch hung out with and talk to people that associated with the clinic, even start hanging out in bars and restaurants that Bosch frequent, and then they started paying people to follow Bosch and get information from them, I think, you know, when you, when you start dealing with a snitch, and you tell them, oh, here's $3,000, find out some information on Bosch for me. When you come back to talk to that snitch again and say, hey, I got another $5,000, i am sure he's going to have a lot more information for you, whether it's good or bad or indifferent. So I don't think Major League Baseball's hands are so clean in this mess. And, and who's to say when was the last time that Alex Rodriguez um, took uh, uh, performance-enhancing drugs and – under the collecting bargaining agreement, this this is the first time for Alex Rodriguez. He would be a first offender. How in the world is this man going to stand by and say, okay, I'll take two years suspension if I'm a first offender? Under the first offenders, um, he would he would get a less penalty than Brian Braun did. Well, I, I guess Major League Baseball is looking at it from the aspect that Alex Rodriguez is uh, hes doing everything he can to throw them off and hinder their investigation. And uh, this is something that the commissioner, he had to... Um, he had to impose, and he had, as the commissioner, he had the power to impose this expansion. And, and again, uh, Alex Rodriguez, this is his first time being uh, suspended for performance-enhancing drugs. But uh, 
baseball feels that Alex Rodriguez um, did everything to throw them off, and uh, they have substantial information uh, that warrants this suspension in their mind. And some people were even calling for the uh, for the death penalty. Uh, it, it's going to get interesting. Mr. Rodriguez has already uh, stated that he will be appealing the suspension. He he is in the lineup tonight, batting fourth, playing third base for the Yankees, and uh, he's allowed to play as long as he appeals the um, suspension. Uh, the Players Association said that they're going to fight it because they feel the commissioner uh, abused his authority in uh, levying this suspension. Uh, there was rumors that um, they were trying to work on a settlement, but uh, those talks uh, fell apart. Uh, the one thing that uh, baseball really did today is that they, they sent the message to cheaters that uh, it's not going to be tolerated. We're going to do everything we can, uh, and when we catch you, we're going to suspend you guys. Uh, Twelve other guys accepted their 50-game um, bans, and, uh, you know, there are some big names uh, on that list of guys that uh, – we know about Ryan Braun taking a 65-game suspension. Alex Rodriguez feels in his mind that his suspension doesn't warrant um, being suspended longer than uh, Braun. So, uh, you know, this is a, a tough day for Major League Baseball, but at the same time, uh, I really feel that it's good for the, uh, the game uh, moving forward, Daryl. You know, Sam, I'm not so sure because there's always going to be something else around the corner. You know, when, when the police – Bust up a, a drug ring in one in one on one corner. They just set up corner around. They just set up shop around the corner on the next block or two blocks over. So it's going to be something else come along, come down the line that baseball that's going to interrupt baseball in a, in the field of drugs or performance enhancing drugs. Something that something's going to come up. And 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 Sam, until I, in, in my opinion. Until baseball starts to convict and go after these drug dealers, instead of being cozy with the drug dealers, go after them, man. Go try to prosecute um, Bosch. Get it, put, send him to prison for four or five or six or seven or ten years. You know, and then we might start seeing some results. Then we might get rid of the steroids in sports. When we start trying to prosecute these guys as they are drug dealers, don't treat them no less than someone that's someone that's um someone that's selling cocaine. You remember that thing they said? Oh, powder cocaine is a less penalty than crack cocaine. But cocaine is cocaine. Drugs is drugs, and this is a legal drug. Convict them. Go after them like they are criminals because they are criminals. Not only the drug dealers, but also if you're gonna really, if you want to take the drugs out the game, you're gonna have 50 games. That, that that's like a slap on the wrist uh, to these guys, Daryl. You got some guys that would normally fight the suspension, but hey, I'm gonna be a free agent at the end of the year. I'm have I've had an all-star year, so I'm just gonna go ahead and take my 50 games, and I'm gonna cash in after the season. I'm gonna make an apology. I'm gonna accept responsibility, and uh, I'm gonna take those 50 games. And uh, we've said it many times here on this show. Uh, is it worth it? If you can make hundreds of millions of dollars and only get suspended for 50 games by cheating, uh, most guys, they'll take that option in a heartbeat. Uh, I really feel that they're going to have to be banned for years if, if Major League Baseball really want to get these guys' attention. And uh, like you mentioned, they have to prosecute the guys, not only the, the players, but the guys that are pushing these drugs. They, they have to 
criminally prosecute those guys. But uh, like we know, like you said, when you bust a drug dealer, they're going to set up shop around the corner. Uh, now that Biogenesis is down, that only opened the door for another type of company that uh, to take advantage of these players. Uh, guys are going to cheat as long as they feel that they can get away with it. And, uh, again, who's the fool when uh, A-Rod is suspended for 211 games? He's going to lose $34 million. But when he returns to the Yankees as a 39- or 40-year-old, the Yankees still owe him $61 million. Come on. Come on. You know, and, 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 and I don't blame A-Rod one bit for fighting for $34 million. That's enough money to feed a small country for a couple of years. So hey, I don't blame him for fighting for his money, man. And 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 I'm not so sure that baseball has enough on a rod to suspend him for two years. And if they do, show us some of the information. I mean, show us show us uh, some credit card receipts from from a rod to Bosch, or show us some. Uh, 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 a text message from Boss to A-Rod, or A-Rod to Boss, saying, hey, uh, make sure I get my 88 milligrams of uh, testosterone this week through the mail. Or show us a, a mail receipt or something. And, you know, I'm really concerned, Sam, when, when, when Major League Baseball becomes private investigators, when they start acting like they're, uh, when they're the, 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 the jury, the prosecutor, the judge, you know, they start doing these backdoor things to, to, to create information. I don't, I don't like it. I think it's wrong, and I'm really concerned about it. This could backfire in their face. And then you also have to look at how credible the um, the people that's providing the information. But uh, I will say in Anthony Bosch's case, uh, I, I really feel that he has enough information on the players uh, because the the other 12 guys besides A-Rod, they're not going to just accept 50-game suspensions without baseball having information on them. You know, there, there's one thing in saying uh, A-Rod probably would have accepted 50 games. Yeah, and I'm sure A-Rod, uh, baseball has shown A-Rod some of what they had. They they, they had to uh, for them to negotiate with him or to but apparently to he didn't think it was him. enough. Or A-Rod is just he's willing to he's willing to take a chance and, and fight, man. And uh, arbitration, he's going to put it in the hands of uh of the arbitrator. But at the same time, you got to look at the other twelve guys, and uh, you, you're not just going to take a fifty game suspension if you're innocent. Uh, obviously, there was some guilt on A-Rod's part if he was willing to negotiate. Uh, again, A-Rod doesn't feel his suspension warrants anything over what Braun has, and. Uh, you know, they asked A-Rod today, did he use performance-enhancing drugs? And he kind of dodged that question. You know, if, if uh, to me, you answer that question one or two ways. No, I did not use performance-enhancing drugs. If you answered any other way, in my mind, you're answering, yes, you cheated. I mean, uh, that, that that's a simple question. Did you use performance-enhancing drugs? If someone well, asked Sam, you that, there, what would you, you and I say? both know, when you, well, I'm, I, don't, I can't say that, but I don't think it's fair for him to answer a question like that when he's going through what he's going through, you know, because if he you, says if no, you, uh, he probably be lying. Drugs, I mean, you know, and, and, and if guys? he said and if he said yes, someone would say, "Well, when?" And if he oh. said five years ago, then there's another question. 
How many no, guys that I know no, the PGA said I missed that question? That's like Brom. Like he said, hey, I didn't use drugs, I didn't cheat, and now all of a sudden, hey, I made a mistake. He was basically just saying, hey, I, I told you guys I was innocent. He made a mockery of Major League Baseball. And um, I, I'm really sure that uh, that had a lot to do with this, you know. Hey, we know the guy's cheating. He got over, um, and now he's just uh, – He's he's just basically laughing at us, and uh, you know, I'm sure that turned up their investigation. That turned up guys going to bars, and uh, that turned up them um, offering money or whatever they offer these guys to talk. But uh, in 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 uh, Bosch's case, he's already being prosecuted. He's already uh, indicted. So now he needed money to pay attorneys. So uh, you know, hey, if if you don't have any money, if Major League Baseball come to you and say, hey, we can help you pay some of these attorney fees, you know, you're going to play ball with them. And obviously this guy has enough information where you got 12 other guys that took 50-game suspensions. Uh, I'm not saying A-Rod's a saint, and I don't blame A-Rod for fighting for the money. Uh, he said this has been a nightmare for him. So uh, the jury's still out. You know, that, that's the one thing. Uh, when you go to arbitration, you never know what's going to happen. But uh, I just feel that uh, at the end of the day, this is a witch hunt on Alex Rodriguez because, you know, baseball isn't um, all squeaky clean uh, in itself. And for the longest, they condone guys using performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they had an idea that uh, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa was uh, using drugs when they uh, – well, they, when they were in the midst of one of the greatest home run battles in the history of Major League Baseball. And, uh, you know, they they kind of just pushed it to the side. We'll wait. Exactly. Because they were coming yeah, they pushed right it to the side. Season. But, you know, this this whole A-Rod thing sort of reminds me of the Jonathan Vilma thing. Um, you know, the NFL, they they had a witch up for, for Jonathan Vilma. You know, and they went after him and went after him. But in the end, they really didn't have enough. And, you know, I really think baseball is going after Robert Alex Rodriguez. They're going after him real hard. But when it starts to – when it's time to put your hand down and see how many aces you have and kings, I'm not sure if Major League Baseball is going to have enough aces and kings in their arsenal to say this man is guilty for, uh, and he, this man is guilty enough to be severely punished for two years which would make him come back to baseball at 40 years old. Come on, man. I think that's that's that's. He'll be suspended. I don't think they have enough. In all of uh, 2014, which uh, is equal to 211 games, uh, again, that's a long time. I really feel that uh, baseball uh, uh, feels that uh, that they're going to meet somewhere in the middle. I, I don't really see him sitting out all of next year, but I really feel that he's going to. Um, He's going to serve a, a lengthy uh, suspension, and uh, re- regardless of what comes out, uh, he, he's going to he's going to um, he's going to be suspended for a while. Daryl, I, I just really feel that that's going to happen. It wouldn't surprise me if he gets a, a fifty-game suspension like all the, like the other twelve guys got, or he gets he gets the same suspension that Bond got, something similar to that. And I think that's what all the other guys settle for. So it, that's not going to surprise me, you know. But the thought of him being suspended for anything longer than that, nah. We'll see how it's going to be. And it was, and it was a death penalty, you know. Uh, 
When you say death penalty, man, you're talking about wow. Uh, this guy will never play baseball again. Uh, you know, A. Rod can throw legacy. Uh, he can throw it out the window. He can probably throw the Hall of Fame out the window. And you're talking about a guy that has starred since he was an 18 year old. Uh, and and he played well enough to warrant the largest contract in Major League Baseball history. And uh, now it seems like everyone has turned against him. And uh, what 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 is there left for A. Rod to do besides fight this thing? I mean, uh, it, it's just it's a tough situation. It, it's not good for baseball. It's not good for A. Rod. At the end of the day, um, my thing is is uh, should he if he is found guilty, should he be banned? Uh, from baseball for life. There's no way he should be banned from baseball for life. No way. You know, this is not Pete Rose. You know, and, and Pete Rose did a despicable thing. You know, he says he never bet on his own team to lose, but he did bet on his team to win. Now, just the thought of him betting on baseball and being a manager of a baseball team is is is. It's 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 bad, man. I mean, it's super bad. That's almost like grimy bad, you know. And when you look at what he did compared to what Alex Rodriguez has, is is accused of doing, I think they're they're no they're not even close. Pete Rose should never see see baseball Hall of Fame ever. Um, I think Alex Rodriguez played baseball from the time he was 18 years old until the time he was at least. 35 years old, 32 years old, without ever using uh, any kind of performance-enhancing drugs. And, you know, when you think about it, Alex Rodriguez was the only person that was close to breaking um, Hank Aaron's home run record because I really can't give Barry Bonds credit for having a home run record. But he was the only person that was close to breaking his record. And now... He'll probably never break home. Well, he will never break um, Hank Aaron's home run record. And I think baseball is happy with that, too, though, to know that that record will never be touched by someone that they that think is performing enhancing drugs. Hey, guys, you're listening to Sports Info UM on the Voice America Network. We'll be right back after the break. flagship station for sports voice america sports okay sports fans here's your opportunity to discuss football america's favorite sport on an annual basis millions of people attend watch and listen to football both pro and college ray ellis sports an internet talk radio show was developed with the fan in mind join host former philadelphia eagles and cleveland browns strong safety ray ellis on voice america sports every tuesday at 1 p.m pacific for exciting interactive football discussions from the fans perspective tune in every tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. 
Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. flagship station for sports voice america sports you're tuned in to sports info um with daryl and sam call us today at 888-346-9144 that's 888-346-9144 or send us an email at sports info um 3793 at gmail.com now Back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, Sam, do you think Major League Baseball has Alex Rodriguez, Rodriguez hook, line, and sinker? It's just reeling them in and putting them on the platter. Uh, I, I'm not going to say that they have them hook, line, and sinker, but they got them hooked and they got them lined and uh they have enough information that I feel that uh, for them to levy a suspension this big, uh, when you consider uh, what Braun did and uh, him accepting a 65-game suspension and 12 other guys taking a 50-game uh, suspension without fighting it, I really do feel that they have enough information, enough bullets in their gun uh, to make this decision. And uh, I, I really do feel that uh, they would like to come to a compromise with Alex Rodriguez. And uh, I, I feel that both sides are um, – both sides' hands are dirty in the whole situation, but now it's about coming to a compromise that's going to uh, make both parties happy. Well, I don't think Alex Rodriguez is going to be happy with two years suspension. I really think he's probably going to settle for um, for the rest of this year, and, and that'll be it, you know. And, you know, Alex Rodriguez has really been uh, – he, he's really uh, thrown a lot of conspiracy theories out there. He feels that the Yankees kind of helped Major League Baseball, and the Yankees want to get rid of them all together so they don't have to pay them the money. Uh, there's been talks of uh, people uh, suggesting that he retire. So, uh, one, he'll get all of his money, and, two, the Yankees uh, um, get an 80% break because of uh, insurance. So there's a lot of conspiracy theories thrown out there by Alex Rodriguez. I feel that he's going to be uh, happy to be in the lineup tonight for the Yankees. Again, he is starting tonight. He's batting fourth for the Yankees. And uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, you know, the Yankees wasted no time getting him back uh, into the swing of things, you uh, know. So it's uh, it's well, very very. I, you know, I sort of disagree with that because I really think that Alex Rodriguez and he made it clear that he was ready to come back to the majors um, a month ago. You know, and uh, a month ago he was ready to come back, and all of a sudden he had a, he had a calf injury, but it sent him to Double A baseball to play, and then he came back to Triple A. You know. They've been playing games with Alex Rodriguez the whole season. 
And basically because they didn't want him around, they were trying to get rid of him. I think they're still trying to get rid of him. And because Major League Baseball Players Association is so powerful that they had to put him in the lineup today. And don't get it twisted. You know, the Yankees want to win, and they want to make the playoffs. And if, if Alex Rodriguez gets, gets – um, if he gets three hits tonight, he might, we might even not even be talking about this uh, steroid thing tomorrow. And no, don't let him get six uh, really in the next week. Think about the whole situation. If Alex Rodriguez come back and he can't hit a baseball again, people are going to say, oh, he's not using, he's not juicing anymore, exactly. he, he can't hit a baseball. If Alex Rodriguez come back and he hits 20 home runs and knocks in 60 RBIs, oh, he's still using, he's finding a way to get around the system. If Alex Rodriguez come back and he plays decent, he bats about 300, hits about 12 home runs, knock in 40 runs, and um, he can really change the whole landscape of the whole playoff pitcher. And uh, teams are going to say, oh, you know, he really altered the uh, – the playoff pitcher, uh, without him, the Yankees wouldn't have made it, or without him, the Yankees wouldn't have beat us, and we probably would have made the playoffs. So I just really feel that it's going to be a whole mess. And Alex Rodriguez, um, th- th- there's no there's no win for him in, in any of this, because if he plays poorly, he's not juicing anymore. If he plays well, he's juicing. Uh, if he helps the Yankees make the playoffs, oh, they used a player that shouldn't have been eligible. So to me, it's a no-win situation for Alex Rodriguez, and uh, this is really going to play itself out for the next couple of months. So if he's healthy, he's going to be in the lineup for the Yankees, and uh, he he can have a um, he can have a, he can play a big role in the playoff picture. If he had two home runs in the next three games, and and is playing well for the Yankees, I mean putting the bat on the ball, the fans are going to get behind him, and the media is going to get behind him as well, and probably. Uh, he won't be suspended. He'll probably get that 50-game suspension that we're talking about, not the not the two-year game suspension. And and who knows? Arbitration may allow him to play for the rest of this season. You know, they may they may hold they may drag this thing out for the rest of the season. Yes, it, it, it's going to take a while. It's going to be a month or two that he he's going to get to play. So he, he'll have a, um he he's definitely going to factor into. Uh, the Yankees' success this season, if he can stay healthy. Uh, maybe he's going to fake an injury. He's going to retire and say that uh, he tried everything he could to make it back. It just didn't work out. He collects all his money, and he tell, and he basically gives uh, Major League Baseball the big one. But uh, uh, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see how this whole thing uh, plays itself out. You know, man, and I'm giving Alex Rodriguez the Alex benefit of the doubt. But when I look at him – on tape, when I see films of him working out and playing double-A and triple-A baseball, he looks like a 38-year-old man playing baseball. He doesn't look very quick. He doesn't look very fast. Um, you know, you don't have to be a lot of those things to play baseball, but he doesn't look like a a, a, a real athletic Alex Rodriguez. No, he, he don't. He, like don't a, uh, he don't have that down Alex Rodriguez. Also. And I just uh, don't see him doing that well, man. You know, another concern is how are the guys in the locker room? How are they going to um, accept him? Are they going to um, are they going to welcome him back with open arms? Are they going to get tired of the circus-like atmosphere that uh, it's going to create uh, initially? Uh, you know, those are things that are also factors into the equation. Yeah, and you know, and I'm sure Alex Rodriguez has a lot of friends in that locker room, man, and they've been around him for a long time. 
And they, this is not the first time they've had to deal with accusations with Alex Rodriguez and, uh, and steroids. But I really think that the things that have happened so three or four years ago, that stuff doesn't matter. And what they went through last year was basically him having a lot of injuries and not helping the team. So I think those guys look at it. If he can come back and help the team and be a good teammate, I don't think they're going to hold any hold any of this stuff against him. Well, I'll tell you what, they're not handling the um, situation well right now. They're down 3-0 three, uh, three to the Chicago White Sox in the bottom of the first inning. Hey, uh, Daryl, but, uh, you know, enough about Mr. Alex Rodriguez. Uh, there's another bad boy, and his, he goes by the name of Johnny Football, Gigum, uh, Johnny Heisman, uh, Johnny Manzo, uh, a guy that we've talked about in the last couple weeks of uh, how he handled um, the spotlight. And, uh, you know, the spotlight got real bright on Johnny last night when it was reported that uh, he's been investigated by the NCAA for improper benefits, reportedly signed memorabilia for money while in Florida attending the BCS National national championship game. Uh, if, if this is true, Johnny's probably going to be suspended for uh, the for this season. Uh, his, his college career could be over. Uh, you, you're talking about a young man that comes from a pretty uh, a pretty wealthy family, uh, so uh, money is really not an uh, issue for Johnny or his family. You know, we've seen Johnny at um, – the NBA All-Star Games, we've seen him uh, at the ESPYs, we've seen him drinking Don Perignon uh, at clubs. Uh, you're talking about a guy that uh, has that has really been in the spotlight. Uh, you know, I, I remember uh, A.J. Green from the uh, Georgia Bulldogs got suspended four games for selling a jersey for $1,000. Uh, and, you know, this young man signed hundreds and hundreds of pieces of memorabilia, uh, well, what are your thoughts on Johnny, man, and Texas A&M? You know, man, I'm I'm really I'm really getting tired of Johnny, man. To be honest with you, and I'm really disappointed that um, that he pushed the envelope this far. You know, I think this is this was a bit unnecessary, especially when you when you come from wealth. You know what I mean? It's not like you come from money. It's a difference between coming from money and coming from wealth. You know, you you ever played with a person that had that was a millionaire? You know, I played with some guys, man, that were millionaires, and it was just they were they were regular guys until they went outside and got in their car and they got in Mercedes Benz and Corvettes because these guys came to college with wealth, man. You know, uh, a guy named Craig Erickson, I didn't play with him. He played after me, but his dad was an oil tycoon. But you never really saw him act like he was any different than a regular guy. You know, when you see this guy, Johnny Manziel, he had, he's bringing attention to himself almost every week. And this but, week, he didn't bring it to himself. So the NCAA has, has, has scratched up some dirt on him. Well, Darrell, we live in a different world. You know, we live in a, a very technology-driven world. Uh, social media is really big, and uh, these athletes, they're taking advantage uh, of it. They're Instagramming pictures. They're tweeting their every moves. Uh, they're Facebooking. Uh, but but one of the things uh, that sometimes get lost in all of this, I'm not by any any means condoning uh, what Johnny Manzo did, but, uh, you know, um, you're talking about 19, 20, 21-year-old kids. Uh, you know, Javon Clowney, uh, last week he was investigated 
for um, his uh, talking to uh, Jay-Z. Uh, nothing really came out of that. But, uh, you know, these guys have to realize that they are being watched. Uh, everything that they do is being watched. But I, I, I really feel that uh, Johnny is tired of being taken advantage of. And uh, if, if you want me to expand on that a, a little bit more, when I say taken advantage of, this, this you're talking about a hot signature, Daryl. Uh, how hot is his signature? Uh, he signed six uh, six helmets along with another Heisman Trophy winner, uh, John David Crow, and uh, you know those six helmets went for eighty one thousand dollars, Daryl. So uh, you do the math on that. Uh, the 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 twelfth man, uh, the the kickoff dinner, uh, him and and John David Crow again uh, for six tickets to sit with those two former Heisman Trophy winners went for twenty thousand dollars. Daryl, uh, you know you're talking about a young man who Texas A&M they're making millions of dollars off of Johnny Manziel. Maybe he's just fed up with it. Maybe he's just taking a stand. Uh, is, is it the right way to take the stand? Uh, uh, the jury's uh, the jury's still out on that. But just, just come on, think about it. That's over a hundred thousand dollars off of twelve items that this young man has signed. So uh, what happens when you go out and you play well and Texas A&M come take your jersey? Because you can't take your game jersey and um, go out and sign it in, in, in for profit. But Texas A&M can say, hey, we're going to raise money for the university, so we want you to sign this jersey, Johnny, and we're going to um, we're gonna auction it off. We're going to make a couple hundred thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars off of this jersey. And Johnny Manziel gets none of that money. Uh, you, you, you're talking about the pimp, uh, the NCAA, the universities, they're making millions of dollars off of this young man, and he's not reaping any other benefits. Maybe this is his way of just standing up. He's planting his feet firm in the ground and saying, hey, enough is enough. If you can do it, why can't I? Sam, I totally agree with you. I, I totally agree with you. And I'm, you know me, man. If there's ever been a person that's all about a college athlete getting paid, it's me. You know, it, really, it's me. You know, but I guess my thing with, with Manziel is, man, last week he he goes to a frat party at the University of Alabama. You can see him coming out of the frat party. He already got a beard that somebody threw at him and got his, his shirt is all wet and looked like somebody threw, at, threw him a beard on his way out of the frat party at the university. Now, this was University of Texas. Excuse me. They you know, man, I mean. Party. They kicked him out of one now, of them. Now, now this thing here, this thing here with the with the jersey thing, Sam. Yes. I really have yes. no problem with him him making money. I think it's absolutely wrong that NCAA is it doesn't allow kids to make money off their own signature. You know, uh, we saw we saw the guy proud for Ohio State lose his senior year, uh, but at the same time, um, those the players got to play in the bowl game. You remember that? You know, the NCAA said, okay, guys, you can play in a bowl game. But, oh, oh, you can't, you're suspended for the next four games at home. The head coach at Ohio State ended up losing his job behind that whole chebacle of, of everything. We also but, saw the NFL suspend prior, even though uh, he he uh, left left school. And we saw exactly. them, we saw them allow Chip Kelly to, um, to play. There you go. I mean, hey man, I mean the NCAA is a it's 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 it, to me it's it's really screwed up, you know. I mean it's it's really screwed up from the way they've been investigated. A lot of people have resigned from the NCAA. A lot they have a lot of lawsuits on on their shoulders right now. 
and don't and don't be surprised if Johnny Manziel, because of his wealth, he will probably be having a lawsuit against the NFL, the NCAA, pretty soon himself. Well, you know they already and, sued uh, along with EA Sports for uh, the image. Again, you're talking about uh, billions of dollars that are that are changing hands, and it's only going to get worse, Daryl, when you think about now the um, the, the playoff system that's in place. Uh, the, they're only making more and more money off of these young student athletes, and uh, there are some conferences. That conferences that are calling for guys to be paid and uh, guys to, to receive a, a little bit more of the pie. But uh, my, my thing is, uh, on one hand, the NCAA is quick to say, oh, this is amateur athletics. But, uh, man, you're talking about exploitation. Uh, th- this is worse than than a lot of the – this is this is worse than prostitution, man. The, the way that they're pimping these young men, and uh, you know, in Johnny Manziel's case, financially, he said so. Maybe this is just his way of just saying, "I'm just sick and tired of it." But think about the young man that uh, just left the University of Michigan, Denard Robinson. Uh, I'm sure his financial situation was a lot different from Johnny Manziel's. And think about all of the number 16s you see when you go into that stadium. You you can go to any university. It's happening everywhere. And uh, you know what? Johnny Manziel got caught, but at the same time. I really feel that this is going to be the game changer that really just opens everyone's eyes and finally makes the NCAA say, hey, we have to change the way we do business. These guys, either we're going to have to put money in a trust or and, and pay these guys some money and uh, do something, or we're going to have to give them more Something has to be done because you know what's really sad. What's really sad is Daryl when a lot of these young men go to college if they flunk out of school. You know when they want to come back two, three years later, uh, there's no money for them. They have to find a way to scrap and pay for their money. Maybe they need to open the window that you have ten years to graduate. They have to do something because everybody has different circumstances. But I tell you what, at the end of the day, the one thing that stays the same is is that the NCAA, the coaches, the universities, the boosters clubs everybody's making money off of these young men and the only people who are not benefiting from it is the college athlete and they're the reasons that everybody's filling up the stadiums hey guys you're listening to sports info um on the voice america network we'll be right back after the break flagship station for sports voice america sports football and so much more is the focus of planet gridiron with damian anderson join the former arizona cardinals running back for a show that mixes well a little bit of everything damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and we'll talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field the goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and, of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you. 
every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. You may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, Sam, maybe, maybe uh, Johnny Manziel has laid the foundation for the Manziel rule. In college football, you know, maybe he's going to he, – he has set the tone for it to be a rule where college athletes can get paid from their signature. College athletes can get paid from any jersey that they've earned from going to a bowl game, whether it be the Chick-fil-A Bowl or the Orange Bowl. You know, and, and, it's, and it's no way that a kid should be, be given a jersey and he can't sell it. Come on, man. man that's, that's ridiculous. Or uh, your your friend, you can't even get a jersey to your friend and sell it, and, and your friend sell it and, and give you a hundred dollars off of it. But uh, but I'll tell you this: maybe they should get a percentage of everything that the university auction off, or or a percentage of all of the jersey numbers that are that are being moved by the universities. I'm sure the university is going to say, "Hey, they're buying the university because our name's on it." Well, you know what? Put a blank just. Just sell a blank jersey with the school name on it and see how many jerseys you sell. See how many uh, you sell. Yeah, and, see how many, see see how many, many Tim Tebow sell. jerseys are sold without Tim Tebow's name and number on them. Or even just his number, because there's no name on the back of the jerseys, but that number, everybody knows that that number 15 and uh, Florida uh, blue and orange is Tim Tebow. Uh, to take it a step further, we just mentioned it, Johnny Manziel's, signature for 12 items went for over $100,000. If he was to receive 10% of that, that's $10,000. So, exactly. uh, you know, uh, give them something. I'm not saying you give them 50%. I'm not saying you give them 40%. But give them something, man. This is the uh, this is the worst rule uh, in America. Then you have coaches that are making millions of dollars. you got assistants that are making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. Uh, and, and without those players, man, without that cattle, um, they wouldn't have the life that they have, man. And, and I tell you, it just—it really disgusts me. And uh, it's just really—it's time for this model to change. And uh, you know, Johnny Manzo, uh, whether he knew it or not, he—he's going to be a trendsetter in the aspect. And uh, maybe five, ten years, he's really going to be celebrated um, for um, for him 
doing what he did, but I, I really feel now he's going to be punished in the NCAA. And the one thing we know about the NCAA is when when they're when they when they're after you and they want you, uh, you're in a whole bunch of trouble. Uh, I'm sure your alumni can attest to that, Darrell. Uh, it's just like they have a witch hunt against you guys now at the University of Miami, and uh, it's just like maybe they're tired of Johnny Manziel being in the spotlight. Uh, his best option would probably to be to just say, hey, man, I'm, I'm sick and tired of all of this, and I'm going to go to, to the Canadian League. I'm going to play this year out, and uh, I'm going to enter the NFL draft next year. Hey, that that could be an option for him, and I think he'd be quite a Canadian League quarterback, to be honest with you. I think his skill set will, uh, will, will do well in the Canadian League. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's tough. And uh, I, I, I do understand the aspect of amateur athletics and uh, – and I, I don't feel that uh, certain amateurs should be paid. I, I just have a real big problem when uh, universities and the NCAA are making billions of dollars off these young men. And, uh, yeah, they're getting uh, room, board, and tuition. But when you think about the regular college student, the regular college student uh, don't take a full course load. They don't train uh three to four hours a day. They don't go out and practice. They don't have study tables. You know, they are allowed to get a job. Uh, most student-athletes, their full-time job is uh, the sport that they're playing. Uh, a lot of the times when you play football, you don't, you don't even get to go home that often. So, exactly. Uh, you, know, it, you can't it, it, go home it, it, for Christmas break when you got a bowl game. It, you know, it, you it, may go home for it, a couple of days. You, know, you, you may be home for Christmas, but you're not home for that Christmas break when everybody's at home for a month for Christmas break. In some hey, now, cases, we played when, in, uh, when we played in, uh, in 1998, we played in the uh, Rose Bowl, uh, played Washington, Washington State for the national championship. You know what I was doing on Christmas morning? I was driving back to Ann Arbor at 8 o'clock in the morning so I could catch the bus to go to California on Christmas, man. And, and I tell you, man, uh, it, it was fun having Christmas with your teammates, but it was also sad when you go through those same uh, rehearsed uh, programs that the universities have for Christmas when you are at a bowl game, when you're playing um, before New Year's, and, uh, you know, you're happy with your bowl gifts, you're happy to be around your buddies, but, man, there's nothing like being at home with your moms, pops, little brothers, nieces, nephews uh, for Christmas. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's tough, man. It, it's a full-time job. And, again, I'm not saying that these athletes should be making hundreds of thousands of dollars, uh, but when you really think about it, if you've been a student athlete and uh, both of us have, uh, most of the time the money in your scholarship check, um, it doesn't allow you to stay in a decent neighborhood. You have to you have to get with two or three of your teammates and um, in room together so you can afford a hoopty or a cheap car payment. So, uh, you know, you know it. It's just tough, and I and I really do have a real problem with the model and the way things are being done right now. In the NCAA, their pockets are getting fat. The universities' pockets are getting fat, and um, the, the the people, in my opinion, that's generating all of that money, the players, they're not getting anything. Man, you know, Sam, you're so right. And when we look at programs like when we take, for instance, um, the Carolina Panthers and Texas A&M University football team. Who's going to make more money this year? The Carolina Panthers organization or the Texas A&M football team? The Texas A&M football team is probably going to make far more than the Carolina Panthers, man. And and the Carolina Panthers only have to pay 53 guys. You know? Trust me. Sam Newton's new contract one year will be enough money 
to pay for scholarships for everybody at the University of Texas, at Texas A&M University. Man, it's a scam. It's something wrong with this. It's, 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 I've said it before. I hate to say it, but it's almost like modern day slavery. When you see these guys out there, or, 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 or um, prison, prison guard work, you know, these prisoners, they work for nothing and they build a lot of stuff for America. And these guys are providing one of the most entertaining things that we watch on television, college football. You know, this, we watch that. Some people watch college football more religiously than they watch the NFL. And it's so, that time of year again, man. Uh, you're, you're talking about August 31st. The season is going to kick off. Um, teams and fans, they're getting excited. Uh, it's To me, it's worse than modern-day slavery, man. It, it's just, I mean, it, it's worse than slavery. Uh, I, I, I can't put a term on it, but uh, it, it just makes me sick on the stomach, man, when you think about it and you think about this young man. He's he's about to be punished. Uh, there's a Johnny Manziel witch hunt going on. Uh, now, uh, did he know the rules? Yes. Uh, it's reported that his uh, friend, his advisor, said that there's no more free autographs. And uh, Nathan Fitch uh, is his uh, personal assist- assistant, one of his best friends. He just said, hey, that there's no more free autographs. But uh, at the same time, I don't blame his friend for watching your buddy uh, being taken taking advantage of uh, watching the university make all of this money off the young man and uh, there's nothing that he can do. You know, his family did trademark Johnny football to be used after he leaves college and the university makes all of this money. And, and again, you know, that uh, the NCAA, the universities, they make you, you sign a piece of paper, you don't know what you're signing, but they're just basically saying that they can use your likeness and your image for the rest of your life and benefit off of it, and there's nothing that you can do about it. And now that they're being sued, NCAA is no longer part of EA Sports, so uh, go figure. Now it's time to play the blame game. But, uh, again, I have no sympathy for the NCAA. Uh, I do understand college athletics. Uh, I'm a little upset that Johnny didn't use better judgment. At the same time, whether he's guilty or innocent, something needs to be done about this. And uh, in my opinion, they should let the man play football because when they really look at it and if they're going to be fair, they always talk about fairness. They've already uh, pimped him enough. Let him make a little money off himself, man. I, I equate this to being a prostitute and you're finally standing up to your pimp, man. And, uh, you know, you get that courage. And um, I, I hate to use those terms, but it, it's like Johnny Manziel's finally, he, he's going to stand up to the NCAA, man. And, uh, you know, it might cost him and his university, and people are going to say, oh, he was selfish, he did this, he didn't think about the team. And, and, and that's true. But at the same time, man, his teammates and your teammates, you know, guys talk about it because, you know, the one thing is poor is poor. And there's a lot of guys in those locker rooms that are struggling, man. They always talk That's about it, man. This guy making all this money and doing this and shit. We're the reason that the, um, the fans are coming. They're not coming yep. to and You know, the after They're every bowl game, and I went to the Sugar Bowl, um, the Fiesta Bowl twice, and the Orange Bowl. Four of the biggest bowl, three of the biggest bowls there is in college football. And every year after each one of those bowl games, man, you'd see a new wing on the library, or you'd see a new new um, building added on to the law art law um, school. So, man, you know the colleges, they're, they're paying. These sports are paying for the colleges. No, you know, they're they're getting bigger and more prestige the on the backs of these football players, man. And it, it's a terrible thing. 
But Sam, Johnny Manziel has a big following on social media. Maybe he's going to be the person that creates this lockout in college football. Maybe he's going to be the person that, that these athletes say, hey, until I can make money off my name, I'm not playing this Saturday. And if college football decides to block, if college football players decide on one Saturday that they will not go out there and play until they are allowed to make money off of their name, and if they had to do it for two weeks in a row, I promise you something would get done, man. I, maybe hey, he Darryl, can organize it through social media. I agree with you 200%, man. Somebody needs to start that petition because, they, you know what, they should regulate these coaches' salaries, man. You know, you should be able to make more than a million dollars. Most of these guys, that they love to coach, man, they're going to coach. If you're going to make $500,000, tell them, show me the job where they're going to go out and make a million dollars or $250,000 or $500,000. I want to see it. Man, when Bill Puff and when uh, Bill Belichick is making $7.5 million, there's going to be the best college coach in college football that's going to be making around 5 to $7 million. And, that, that, and that's, that's saving. He's the highest-paid coach in college football. He makes around $7.5 million a year. Hey, man, he deserves it. When you win national championships like that, I'm not going to say he deserves it, man. You know what? His players deserve some of that money, too. <laughs> you know, and, and, and honestly, I really believe that he'd be the person that say, hey, take 500000 and I'm $7.5 million I'm going to make this year and give it to my team. Give it but to my players. In, in all fairness, I got to give it to the old ball coach of South Carolina for the last three, yeah. four years. He said that guys need to be compensated. He said that, and the SEC coaches in general, they have said that they're willing to take money out their own salaries, football and basketball, and to get their players a, um, a, a stipend per game. So you know what? I have to tip my hat to the SEC, and I also have to say that there are other colleges. I think the Big 12 is on board, the Big 10 is on board, and I was reading the day that uh, there's going to be a meeting in January where they're going to get all the power conferences, and uh, it's pretty much going to change the whole landscape of, uh, of college athletics where the major conferences are going to come together, and they're going to come up with something where they can compensate their athletes. And, uh, you know, it, is it fair? No. But at the same time, if you're in a position where you can fund and you can pay your um, guys, man, to me you have to do something because you got to realize, like you said, when they do the boycott, man, if these guys get together for one week, two weeks, you're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars, maybe billions of dollars that are going to be lost. Yeah, billions. It's going to wake everybody up. And they're going to everybody see, man. Everybody up. And Johnny Manziel might be the guy to do it, man. Like I said, he has a strong following on, on social media. He he really works the social media for his advantage. He could be the man that could organize something like that, you know? So if a lot of these kids are involved in social media. Or don't come out. Don't come out and play. Yeah, don't come out and play this weekend, man. We're letting them know. We're not practicing on Wednesday. We're not practicing on Thursday. We won't be traveling on Friday, and there is no game on Saturday. Yeah. Hey, guys, yeah. you're listening to Sports Info. You're on the Voice America Network. Time flies when you're having fun. We had a lot of great stories to share with you, but we felt that these two took the cake. We will see you next week. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.